First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Could make people uncomfortable. And when you're in that type of a position, you need to be sensitive and aware of how you're uh, undertaking your be, uh, your responsibilities and your behavior accordingly. Yeah. Uh, you know what is sad, and I, I understand there are things that people have, like I think his the SAFE Act was uh, was a tough moment for a lot of people and a, and a deal breaker for a lot of people in upstate New York. Um, he had problems with education at times. Uh, the Common Core thing was a debacle. Um, but it, when you look at the stuff that he has actually done, what he did for the state fair and the state fairgrounds, um, the what he's done for Cuomo single-handedly, and I know you'll disagree with this, Joe, because the, the legislature in a lot of these situations had to vote on this, But but the reality, his push towards um uh micro the microbreweries and 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 wine in new york homegrown all of that stuff huge for new york state um the work that he did on uh in just in our area the the money that was <laughs> allowed to filter into this area played such a huge role he's blown all of those positives he's blown them all up yeah, as we talked about, Bill, you know, to be fair here, as we started uh, his te- tenure as governor, there was a good working relationship. I think he governed from uh, uh, from the middle. Uh, he was able to bring people together, and we were able to jointly do many things you said, to identify an issue and to work collectively to try to resolve that, including directing resources, financial resources, uh, to upstate New York, uh, doing uh, various other initiatives and programs. Uh, that initially uh, during the first term, like an on-time budget, things of that nature, those were important and necessary. Yeah. But it was a collective. It was not just strictly. I, I get it. it was right. also joint, jointly with the legislature. And then later as he went in, he became much more stubborn, as you indicated, mm-hmm. and much more uh, egocentric. And, uh, and then he would use the uh, tactics of intimidation or retribution yeah. and yeah. – uh, uh, he was always known for some of that. He had a, a very uh, hard-nosed personality, and uh, I think a lot of that just became to become the, the basis for his uh, not only his position but uh, his performance as yeah, he moved yeah. on. And as you indicated earlier, Bill, I think a lot of this he be, he, can't, he began to believe that he was untouchable. Yeah, that uh, lost, yep. the, he drank his own Kool Aid, and you know, I hate to say this because I I always disagree with you on term limits. Because I, I feel like that it should be in the hands of the public. And if they want to keep voting somebody in, vote somebody in. But if there's ever, if there is ever an example of term limits and the importance <laughs> of term limits, it's Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. Because he, the longer he stayed, the more invincible and untouchable he felt, the more the job went to his head, it seems. Yeah, the term limits, I think, really having served as long as I have, too. And, I, and people will say, well, why don't you... Uh, undertake what you're proposing. I've always said to you that I'm working to change the rules, but until the rules change, I'll play by the rules that exist. Mm-hmm. But those changes are necessary. I'm, I've now believed through my experience and time in government, term limits is one of the real reasons and ways that we can change uh, direction, that we can change and, and revitalize the process. You cannot keep anyone, whether it's in the legislature or the executive branch, uh, for that many years. You know, eight years is sufficient. Uh, it's sufficient for the presidency. It can be for any governor. In Virginia, it's actually only four years. It's a one-term limit, and they get things done. Uh, and even in the legislature, when you have speakers and, and uh, 
majority leaders that served for long periods of time, you're right, you're more prone and susceptible to problems. And so I think a short tenure uh, in those positions, and I don't think eight years is that short, it's sufficient, uh, or in the legislature, 12 years. Uh, And I was actually successful in getting term limits on the leaders of the legislature, uh, in the Senate at least. The Assembly uh, refused to undertake and consider uh, the same. But in the Senate, our leadership there will serve the, the temporary president of the Senate, majority leader, and minority leader can only serve for eight years unless they change the rule. Right. That's a rule that I had advocated and was successful in getting implemented. I'd like to see that in law, though, not only as a rule. Keeler and I argued about something this morning about the attorney general's office conducting the investigation and then at the podium talking about the conclusions that they had come to. And uh, the the case, as far as the attorney general's office is concerned, is kind of over. They've done what they're going to do. They're not going to go any further with it. What was your take on that? Well, that's really the role and responsibility of the Attorney General. And, in fact, if you recall, that's uh, what Andrew Cuomo did, actually, Mm -hmm. during the Spitzer era when there was a question of this to whether or not uh, the governor then, Spitzer, was using the state police to monitor then Majority Leader Joe Bruno. Uh, So there was an Andrew Cuomo did the report that came out, and it was pretty damning to Spitzer at the time, uh, that he was inappropriately directing uh, activity and resources. So, uh, so they form they form with... conclusions. They 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 form conclusions. Not that not that that might that might very well mean there could be a trial down the road. There and certainly in in government there's impeachment, um, but they do form conclusions. I, I but I think this argument that Jeff has goes back to what um, Cuomo his attorneys laid this out that he was unfairly convicted. By the attorney general, well, it, it, right, well, that's and, and that's what they said. But Senator, let me ask you: What's at what at what point does the AG take an investigation to a courtroom and prosecute it versus uh, they they do they conduct an investigation and then announce publicly what their findings are on it? What, you know, that's that's, a, that's an excellent point, Jeff, and that and that remains a point of contention actually in Albany because currently, while they can undertake those type of activities as you've indicated in some of the criminal justice matters. They can't do this in the political arena. And it was done intentionally at, at one point when, uh, I guess, the framers put the Constitution together to ensure that you could not go on political witch hunts. So the attorney general can undertake investigations, particularly when it's referred or requested, uh, and then just present that report. Now, there has been some discussion of empowering the attorney general to prosecute uh, uh, political activity also. But again, there's a question there because even though they hold the highest law enforcement office in the state, they are a political uh, uh, office because that individual is elected also, just no different than the, the governor, the controller, or members of the legislature. So I think that's been the argument. I think you'll see some people now begin to push again to give these type of powers to the attorney general. But there's going to be others that will say, well, what if you get an attorney general? Who goes rogue right. and wants so, to go after people? Joe, can I can I clarify? Remember, you're, Cuomo authorized the investigation too. You're you're saying that she could not have gone through and and prosecuted? Correct, under the political oh. issues, like under sexual harassment and things. Uh, you know, right. any of the uh, not, not that it's a political issue, but what I I'm saying is within yeah. that arena, within that realm. Yep. Uh, I, 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 again, I I think it's a I, it was I, I this has been floated by the by the governor's attorneys last week that that he was unfairly uh, uh, that the the AG unfairly came to conclusions and basically convicted him 
in her report. And what I'm saying is that's what every attorney general does. That's what they all do that. They come to their conclusion. And then whatever process goes forward is where we is where it goes. I, I just think that's a great argument they try to throw out there. But they know what they're throwing out there is not true. They know it. I, I think you're you're you have an accurate assessment, Bill, and what you've presented. And I understand what they're saying, because you do have the court of public opinion. Right. And in that court of public opinion is where things began to move against him. And uh, but, you know, he had the opportunity to present his own perspective to a certain extent. And uh, and if there is uh, criminal charges that are pressed, ultimately, they'll have an opportunity to present that also. Now, if any of these DAs move forward on uh, the complaints that may be filed, I believe one has already been filed, mm-hmm. uh, That then they'll have the opportunity to present their, their case, too. But in the end, it comes to what we discussed where we started, and it's about behavior and conduct and the way you present yourself and what you have represented to be important to you and then to do differently and to act differently yep. and to think potentially, well, this applies to you but not to me, and then to say, well, I wasn't aware or believed I was doing anything wrong when you were the author. These are the things that really where you lost credibility and it becomes very uh, disappointing, you know, and actually frustrating too, to yeah. a certain extent, yeah. because we deserve and need better here in the state of New York. No doubt about it. Joe, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. And My pleasure. You have a wonderful day. Say goodbye to Angelo. He's leaving us, going back to college. To study comedy. What's a college semester, <laughs> though? Six weeks nowadays? He'll that's, be back in no right. time. He'll be back before you know it. Say goodbye to him. Good luck, to... Angelo. Bye, Uncle Joe. Okay. <laughs> Take care. Okay. All right, Joe. Thank you so much.